time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's another edition of the Retirement Roadmap. Walter Storholtz here alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant at Roadmap Financial Consulting, where he is the founder and president. We're online at roadmapfinancial.com. And on today's show, a little bit of a different topic for you. I'm looking forward to this one, Glenn. We're going to specifically be talking to folks who might be going through something tough in their life, perhaps. Maybe it's by design or plan. But we're going to talk about financial planning considerations when you are in between jobs. And when you find yourself in that situation, I mean, it it can be frustrating. Perhaps you were fired, maybe laid off, or you just had to step away due to your own choosing. I mean, even if you choose to leave a job, that can still introduce stress and frustration into the process. But We're going to look at the bright side today and look for some opportunities that pop up when you're in between jobs as well. So we're going to look at challenges, opportunities, all of that kind of stuff. Glenn, you ready to rock and roll on today's episode? Yes, sir, Walter. Let's do it. All right, perfect. So we've got uh, we've got kind of six questions, six key questions that you can consider when you're between jobs and things to think about. And this would apply, you know, maybe it depends on your age and where you are on the retirement planning spectrum. You know, you'll kind of notice how that changes depending on your age as we go through these different examples here. But one thing to think about, certainly, Glenn, you know, take a moment to think about, is it time for a new career? Well, we're, we're not just talking about new job, but maybe branching out in a new direction altogether, right? Right. Well, like you say, Walter, I mean, you know, when you're in between jobs, it's, you know, it's adversity and opportunity. And sometimes it's 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 hard to tell the difference between them if you have an open mind and you're and you're looking for solutions. Right. So obviously, when you're in that position, you want to try to, you know, open up your mind to as many different possibilities as you can so that you're open to, you know, to evaluations of new things. And certainly new career is is one of those things. You know, I mean, you may have been thinking about something for a while and just, you know, sometimes you go for an exploration and, and it doesn't mean that you absolutely commit to a new career, right? I mean, it might be a scenario where you say, okay, well, look, I've got, I've got, you know, the, the experience that I have, and that gives me the possibilities of maybe pursuing, you know, X or Y as, as a, as a different career path. But you can also maybe pursue that at the same time that you're pursuing, you know, something that is, you know, more along the lines of what you've been doing, right? I mean, you can go down both of those, both of those roads at the same time with, uh, you know, with resumes and, you know, and, and, and job interviews and, and those kinds of things. So it's, you know, kind of opens some, a, a few things up and, you know, you know, you never know sometimes, particularly in today's world, today's world is, is kind of upside down and, and so many things have changed over the last number of years, you know, with, with COVID and people from working from home and, you know, and different opportunities that, that exist. And, you know, some, some jobs have kind of gone away and other jobs have kind of appeared. And so it's, it's kind of, you know, hey, as, as open as you can, you know, make yourself, you know, to new possibilities, you know, you're, you're, you're better served by it. You know, whether, whether you end up, you know, going down a different path or not, it's just, you know, opening yourself up to the idea you know, you know, you if you start having more choices rather than fewer choices, I tend to think that that's a that's a better place to be. That's a great point. And not always is the conversation about a new career path, but perhaps uh, a new boss as well, and and maybe the opportunity to work for yourself. Have you seen that happen as well, Glenn? People come into the office; they may be in a situation uh, where they kind of are, are in this career change path, and maybe they start thinking, maybe, maybe I can work for my own, maybe work for myself during this uh, during this time. 
Right. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it does happen, Walter. And, and that is certainly one of the possibilities when you're looking at a you know, different career path as, as, as something that's possible. You know, one thing is, is that, you know, you, you really got to you know, evaluate that and, and whether or not, it, you know, it, it really makes sense. Are you cut out to be, you know, an entrepreneur or someone who's working for yourself versus, you know, someone who's, you know, who likes being an employee, right? And, you know, and because and there's, there's a whole different mindset and different skill set, you know, to some degree, you know, if you if you are going to look at the possibility of working for yourself, what does that really mean? You know, what you know, and a lot of it depends upon, you know, what what is your, you know, what are you, what are you doing for for a little, or what have you been doing for a living for for some time? You know, typically, you know, it, it's going to be more challenging depending upon, you know, what your resources are and whatnot to you know to start a new business that requires additional employees, and then you have to take on payroll and all of those kinds of things. There's expenses and and headaches and new skills or or the possibility of of hiring additional companies, and sometimes the overhead can be can be pretty you know can be pretty uh, daunting. As well as you know, there's an element of risk there. So it you know you have to evaluate all those things. You know, and and you also have to you know understand the fact that most new businesses don't make it right. So you kind of maybe maybe it's something that you could maybe scale into. You know, I mean, if you have something where you can maybe be a consultant, you know, and and there's relatively you know if you can be the business, you know, so to speak, you know, that tends to work out a little bit better. And then and then maybe it expands, and then you can add more things to it. But you've got to be, you've got to look at that opportunity and say, okay, you know, hey, that that's something that could be. But at the same time, you 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 take a step back and and you know, it's like you you want to look at it with you know with with opportunistic glasses. But then you have to step back and look at it from a different perspective, from realism too, right? And you don't want to get you don't want to get you know too caught you know in going in one direction or the other. You have to kind of you know play the what if do that and of course you know if you've got you know if you've got you know close friends that you trust or family members or you know maybe your your spouse you know just bouncing some different ideas off off of them as well and you know kind of taking your time but it certainly creates an opportunity um, for a number of folks and then there of course is there's there's that asterisk there right I mean you, you gotta you gotta be you know you gotta have a bit of realism to it as well and just understand hey if you do go to work for yourself you know there can be a whole lot more opportunity but there can also be you know opportunities to have things happen that you that you weren't really ready for so you want to prepare yourself as much as possible particularly if you if you really go down that road in earnest and you and you and you jump all in I think those are great points, Glenn, and something that we can all kind of keep in mind. Again, we're talking about when you're in between jobs, some of the things that you can be thinking about, some of the challenges and opportunities that pop up. Certainly, so far we've covered the new career. The opportunity to work for yourself also begins. But it's not always about the job situation. It's the auxiliary things as well. And here's a big one, Glenn. What do you do about health insurance? Yes, sir. That's a, that's a big one, right? That can be if you're in between jobs. That can be if you're contemplating, you know, retiring a little bit early, right? You know, it's 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 you know it's one of those you know relatively large expenses that you you know a lot of folks kind of take for granted to some degree, you know, when when they're when they're working, you know, for their employer or whatnot, and so all of a sudden you've got to take that on now. That doesn't necessarily mean that that it's that it's you know it has to be overwhelming. There, there's certainly choices. I mean, there, there's going to be the the possibility of Cobra, which you know if you're familiar with that, I mean, there is there is more expense to that, obviously, because you're because you're paying kind of both halves, so to speak. You're paying you know what what you would have paid plus what the employer would have paid, and it is a limited time frame on that. You know, there might be possibilities within the within the marketplace or you know with, with other 
you know, different plans that are out there. There, there's some health share plans that that might be interesting to some folks, as well as as if you're married, you know, there, there, you know, oftentimes, you know, this can qualify as a, you know, as a life changing event, and you know, and and you know, and maybe your spouse can add you to their plan at work, right? And so there's there's a number of considerations there, but. You know, it's certainly something that you want to. It's going to be one of the one of the you know first few items on your checklist to make sure that you're that you're taking care of it because you you don't want to be caught you know in this day and age without without you know having you know, appropriate coverage you know for for your health insurance. Yeah, I uh, we're going through this right now. Actually, Glenn, my wife's in the middle of a job change, and so we're trying to consider. All right, what do we uh, what do we do from a health insurance perspective in between? Do we go with Cobra? Do we go to the marketplace during this kind of gap period? Um, you know, all, all sorts of different little options. And we're not near necessarily the uh, retirement age, of course, but uh, we you know still have similar considerations that a lot of people who go through this process have no matter what age they are. So, and it's a stressful one. You're like, I want to make the right choice that saves me money, but also doesn't, you know, totally hamstring me from a uh, healthcare side of things if I do have an issue or something pops up in the future. So it's always hard to to plan for something, you know, but then also try to make it the most efficient choice for if something bad does happen in the future and you need more than you think you need. Right. Well, and I think too, Walter, I mean, one of the things you think in terms of, of, of that, the healthcare options there means they're depending upon what path you take. I mean, it, it, it may be less of a permanent solution, right? I mean, you might do something for a period, you know, and then your situation changes. Maybe you find that new job or maybe you do start your own business or, you know, or, or you know, a, a, a number of things can change pretty quickly when you're in that scenario where you're in between jobs. And so, you know, you, you know, the, you might say, okay, well, and you may not be able to find, you know, what you consider to be the, you know, the quote unquote perfect solution or the best solution. And, you know, maybe you have to compromise a little bit, but you also can realize too that you know the, the the answer that you've got for your health care at, at that time you know it, it may just be a temporary thing it might be for several months or maybe six months or you know maybe maybe a year but it's not a necessarily a permanent answer right I mean you want to maybe solve solve the you know solve the issue and then just, you know keep it you know keep in the question and still looking if that makes sense because you know it's you know your situation is is going to be pretty dynamic when you're in between jobs like that at least for a little while. Great points across the board. Again, we're talking about what happens when you are in between jobs, opportunities, and challenges. Let's talk about the financial side of this a little bit more, especially as we kind of dovetail into more retirement conversation on this next one, Glenn. We move on from health insurance to considering a 401k, and is it a good time for a 401k rollover? A lot of people have no idea what to do with that previous 401k when they leave a job. Right. Well, yeah, you're exactly right, Walter. It's certainly something to be, you know, for worth consideration, right? I mean, you know, typically it's, you know, most most people like the idea of it's like if they separate service, they don't necessarily want to leave, you know, a lot of their own assets, you know, still sitting there in the old employer's, you know, plan, you know, and 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 being able to take control of that, being able to roll it over into an IRA, and then and then you have and then you have, you know, options that you know that that you that you didn't have before in terms of, you know, maybe that you know. The, the choices of where you can position your money. Now, there are some things, you know, with with four hundred and one ks that 
that don't exist in IRAs. For instance, you know, you, you know, you don't have, you know, you don't have the ability if you needed to take a loan, right? You can't take a loan from an IRA, but you could potentially take a loan from a, from a 401k. The challenge is obviously if you separated service, you know, that you can't really do that any longer anyway. So some of the options that you had as, as, as you were an employee with that 401k are now different, right? So, so you have to kind of look at that and, you know, and oftentimes if you, if you roll that money over into, an IRA, like I say, you've got you've got some other choices, and you have a little bit more control over it. There might be reasons why in the future. Let's say, for instance, you find a new job, right? Or you find a new career, and you have a you know, there's maybe there's a four hundred one k plan at you know at the at the new employer. There's possibilities, in, you know, depending upon the plan rules. Sometimes you can roll money um, from you know you could roll money from your old four hundred one k into an IRA, and then potentially if there's reasons for it potentially roll money from your IRA into the the new employer's 401k. Not all not all plans will allow for that, but some will. And you know and, and the and, and like I say, the, the the things are you want to leave yourself as much flexibility and options as you can, but there's there's rarely a, a lot of a lot of advantages to leaving your money behind, so to speak. You know, I mean just kind of psychologically as well as financially, it's just like taking control of your situation tends to be uh, you know a bit better in most cases again it's it's not a one-size-fits-all you want to evaluate it all and you know and, and ask some critical questions and you know but as we talk on a high level you know it's certainly you know as, as our base question was is, is it time to consider that and, and of course it is and, and you know and then you go into a little bit of an analysis but uh, you know oftentimes it, it does end up being a, a pretty good choice to be able to t- take control over it and, and make it your individual retirement account. We're talking with uh, you know Glenn about this very important topic today. I hope you are picking up some good notes and some pieces of uh, you know kind of workable news here as we cover all these different angles of being in between jobs, some of the opportunities, some of the challenges. If you have questions for Glenn, by the way, you can reach out. Talk about your specific situation in a free consultation with Glenn, where you can review your entire financial portfolio situation and path forward. RoadmapFinancial.com is the place to go, RoadmapFinancial.com, and you can click free consultation at the bottom of the page, or you can call 336-291-3535. Another consideration here, Glenn, if we're in between jobs, would be to think about, you know, how do you handle any severance you might be getting? It could be a pretty good lump sum for some folks, then maybe they've never dealt with that much money at once. Right. Well, and yeah, and and that's and that's possible. I mean, and not all severance packages are the same, right? Sometimes you the the only choice you get is a lump sum, right? Other times you might be able to choose between getting a lump sum or getting it stretched out a monthly payment, similar to what you would have had had you been continued to work, and maybe you continue to get the you know a, a similar paycheck, so to speak, for a period of time. You know, sometimes you have that choice and sometimes that choice is made for you, depending upon the, the, the severance package. You know, like I say, I mean, you might have to you might be forced. It's like, OK, here it is. It's, here's your lump sum. Or you might not have the possibility of a lump sum. It might automatically be you know, monthly payments for a period of time or you might have the choice. So you certainly if you're if you have this scenario, you want to ask that, you know, you want to be pretty, pretty detailed in the questions you ask. And, you know, what are my options and what about this? What about that? You know, and um, and one of the things that I find out too, you know, or, or I, over time, in in terms of asking lots of questions and talking to lots of different financial institutions and whatnot, is is that it may not be a bad thing to revisit that question 
a couple of times. It's like, you know, it's like if they give you an 800 number to call, right? I've a number of times, you know, I mean, and, and it's pretty consistent. It's like, you you know, you call the 800 number and you talk to somebody and they give you, you know, it's, they, 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 they say, okay, well, here's what you can do. And here's, here's all the options and this and that and whatever. And sometimes when, when they're giving you those answers, um, it, it prompts additional questions. But there are times when, you know, it's like you, after you've, you've, you've had all that conversation, you hang up the phone, uh, there are maybe some additional questions that, that you know, that, that come back up in your, in your mind after, after, you, after you hang up. It's like, you know, I like to call that delayed intelligence, right? You know, sometimes that happens. And then, you know, you call back in and you ask, a, you know, another question or two. And suddenly, you know, you, you, you're, you're starting to get a different sense of things. You're talking to somebody else and you explore and you maybe even go back and ask some of the same questions and you don't get exactly the same answer or maybe you don't get the exact same you know, certainty and maybe there's additional options that are there. So, you know, it, it's, you know, you don't want to overdo it, you know, so to speak on, you know, on the side of, you know, of being in that question, but you, you want to exhaust the, you know, to the, the options that are there and the questions that you ask, because, you know, sometimes it's just one question away from giving you a, a significantly better option to, to be able to take, if that makes sense. Does make sense. Uh, pretty much across the board there. That's great. Uh, one more element I want to make sure that we cover here, Glenn, kind of these six different questions to consider if you're in between jobs and you knew we were going to bring it up at some point. What about taxes, tax planning? What should we be doing during this time? Right. Well, I mean, that, in, a, in a way, Walter, that I mean, that can kind of layer back into the, the, the previous question in terms of a lump sum or monthly payments. Right. I mean, if you're, you know, in terms of if you get a lump sum, then that's likely going to create, depending upon what time of the year that happens, you know, and how long the severance, you know, payment is for, you know, how much time you're getting, you know, uh, paid for. I mean, you know, if it happens towards the end of the year, you know, you, you know, and, and you're getting paid for next year and that it comes in a lump sum, you know, suddenly that creates, you know, more income in a, in, in a, in a particular calendar year. And that can, you know, sometimes throw you into a higher bracket. You know, there there are those kinds of scenarios, right? Um, and so you, you know, sometimes there's planning that you can do. Sometimes you just kind of have to. It's like it is what it is, and and you and you kind of take the hit. There are the possibility if we if we go back to that other uh, other scenario, if you have a choice between monthly installments or a lump sum, you might consider one thing over the over the other. Or if you're if if they say, hey, you're going to get monthly installments. Well, then you kind of factor that into what's going on and you, and you start looking at it and say, okay, well, you know, we, we had that idea of being able to do the, the rollover with the, with the 401k into an IRA. Well, that, that, that kind of leads to a whole nother, you know, uh, you know, idea or, or, or questions to ask, you know, when you start looking at and you start doing some, you know, some tax aware planning and thinking about things and you say, well, huh, you know, if it, you know, I might have a period of time where, you know, maybe my income is reduced or, you know, I didn't have access to those funds when they were sitting in my 401k, but now I have the possibility of maybe, you know, starting to do some, maybe some Roth conversions because the tax brackets allow for so much more, you know, room before I go into the next bracket, there might be a possibility of doing that. 
Now that you know, it's it's without going into you know the 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 real deep weeds here. There are some possibilities there. There's also some you know it's just like you know some some situations where you can get snared and there's you know and there's you know, if you don't dot all your eyes and cross all your t's, you might get hit with some additional taxes and penalties. But if you do things properly and you and you and you look to the you know the you know the, your you know your tax professionals and you know and the financial planners and have them work together, there might be some real opportunities. There there to to start to reposition some money if you find that you just like you know what I may have I may have done a good job in saving money for retirement but maybe I saved a little too much money in into that you know into that tax deferred bucket you know and maybe maybe if I can start to reposition some of that to where when I when I start taking the distributions for you know for income and in, in retirement maybe I want to start moving some of that into a more tax advantage position i.e. maybe doing some Roth conversions and those kinds of things there might be the possibility there depending upon again upon the situation but it's certainly a question to ask are there some things that I can maybe do when I've got this this rare situation that happened that I'm that I'm in between jobs I'm shifting things around you know some some financial questions you know and and, and answers are are there that 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 didn't you know, that weren't there for me before and now I have a limited window of time that maybe I can make maybe I can make some of those shifts and reposition myself and and kind of make lemonade out of lemon so to speak when you know most oftentimes when people are in between jobs, jobs you know it, it's oftentimes because it's it's been forced upon them and it's just like oh man this seems like a, a real adversity and and sometimes it is but there are also possibilities of 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 being able to to take advantage and and, and create opportunities and that and that's at that same time and this is one of them and and so you really want to you know explore that with your you know your tax advisor and your financial you know your financial advisor to see you know hey what is there, are there some things that we can do here? Does it make sense for you know for me to explore these possibilities? And like I say, I mean sometimes the answer to that is yes, and and you and you don't you don't find that answer unless you're asking the question. So it's certainly something to to one of those top questions to be asking if you find yourself in the situation. Well, I love the uh, conversation, Glenn. Appreciate your guidance through these uh, different points, these different questions to ask if you are in between jobs. These are some really important considerations to have. So if you are going through that situation right now, again, we know it can be frustrating, but there are some opportunities to go along with those challenges and hope you recognize those and hope this provides you a little bit of guidance. If you need some more one-on-one consulting, uh, feel free to reach out to Glenn wherever you are. You can schedule a meeting to meet remotely. Uh, Go to roadmapfinancial.com, click free consultation, and you can schedule that time to visit. That's roadmapfinancial.com. Look for the free consultation button or you can call Glenn at 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. Glenn, appreciate your help, and we'll look forward to chatting with you next week. Absolutely, Walter. Take care. Come back and join us for another new episode every single week right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. For Glenn, I'm Walter, and we'll see you next time. 